And it's time now for the most comprehensive weather report on the airwaves with WORT weather guru, Rob McClure. Well, yesterday's snowstorm ended up playing out uh, pretty closely to expectation. Uh, I was a bit concerned after having called for 5 to 7 inches on the Monday morning forecast when the National Weather Service was going for 10 or 11 that I had uh, gone too low, especially uh, after watching the storm then ramp up on satellite later that evening. Uh, In the end, though, the potential mitigating factors that I cited ended up playing uh, each their role in the eventual outcome of just 5.7 inches as measured out at the Dane County Airport. Uh, Nearby locations also received uh, similar amounts, ranging generally between about 4 and and 6.5 inches. The wet nature of the snow, along with ongoing melting, of course, were major culprits in reducing totals. As was the lack of dendritic snow, which was uh, confined to just an hour or two during the afternoon, as best I could tell. More difficult to estimate were the uh, various mechanisms of lift going on above us and their strength, but we uh, did see some slack periods during yesterday, and uh, even at the height of the snowfall, we didn't see terribly impressive snowfall rates. So, uh, all in all, pretty much as the various model indicators had it beforehand, uh, and the atmosphere actually happened to follow the modeling this time around, so I got lucky in that respect. Uh, Next time around, I'm not so sure. Uh, As I mentioned on Monday, we've got a couple more systems coming at us. One, a weak Alberta Clipper-type system, uh, already visible actually on satellite, whirling at us from uh, as nearby as northeastern Nebraska now. Uh, will begin snowing on us in just a few hours, so uh, not too much of concern there. Uh, probably just an inch or t- maybe a little more than that uh, at best during this coming overnight, and a much drier and fluffier snow, too, than what's the already stuck out on your local sidewalk there. Uh, of much greater concern is the evidently strong but surprisingly poorly modeled storm that's going to follow on Friday. Uh, I should clarify that there's general agreement as far as the strength and development and timing and uh, general track of this storm, uh, but there are, uh, has been unusual cleavage between a handful of the high-resolution models uh, whose forward time ranges have only just started to take in this storm and the synoptic scale models, which take in the whole continent and go out days or weeks in the future, those latter large-scale models, especially the European and the global forecast systems, show a large-scale and powerful storm deepening prodigiously as it lifts from a nascent lee-side circulation in the Texas panhandle tomorrow evening to somewhere around southern Lake Michigan Friday evening. So that'll be a path very much like this past storm. This one sheds a full 20 or 25 millibars over that time, so that's quite a pressure drop. Uh, Not quite what we'd call bombing out, but uh, pretty close. And southern Wisconsin looks to be positioned to get a full, say, 12 or 20 hours of snow out of this. But I think in a slightly colder environment, with uh, possibly steadier and stronger upward forcing along the elevated warm frontal surface to the northwest of the surface circulation, So it's looking like perhaps a slightly better snow producer, potentially. Uh, By contrast, though, a contingent of the high-resolution models uh, led by the high-resolution rapid refresh show the surface circulation considerably weaker and on a far more northward path so that it uh, swings our lowest few thousand feet of the atmosphere up above freezing early Friday to produce rain. 
The discussions out of both the Milwaukee and the La Crosse uh, National Weather Service offices this afternoon reveal uh, forecasters struggling with exactly how to message this storm, especially at this early stage. So stay tuned to this one. My suspicion is that the coming storm may show a lot of the same features as this past one, with lesser amounts of wetter snow off to our east and higher totals than as you go west. This storm does appear to have access to somewhat better thermal contrast across it and at least as much moisture as this past one. So unless the track gets wonky, I think we should be in for perhaps a more satisfying result this time around, at least if you're looking for a snowstorm. Uh, In any case, though, the strong winds on the backside of the storm advecting in Arctic air are going to blow around the snow later Friday and Saturday, so that may well interfere with travel outside the city. Uh, But back to the forecast for the details uh, briefly. Uh, Tonight, the clouds will continue to thicken, and uh, light snow will move in from the west after uh, looks like about 8 or 9 p.m. I can already see snow starting up through uh, most of Iowa at this point. Uh, an inch or two may uh, fall in the city after uh, somewhat higher amounts, uh, uh, with somewhat higher amounts down to our south and west. Temperatures will drop back to the mid 20s on uh, southerly winds at 4 to 8 miles per hour. Tomorrow may see uh, some lifting and possibly maybe a little breaking of the cloud cover for a while. Uh, temperatures will recover then to about 30 on veering west to northwest winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Clouds will thicken more going overnight with temperatures holding in the 20s before beginning to rise towards about 30 by daybreak. Uh, that'll be as uh, light southerly winds back southeasterly and then east and increase to about 10 to 15 miles per hour. And Friday is a tough call at this point. The only easy part is going to be the winds, which will continue to back more northeasterly and come up to, say, 15 or 25 miles per hour through the day uh, with much stronger gusts in the later daytime and overnight. My guess is that we're going to see wet snow uh, somewhat drier than Tuesday, uh, but uh, likely in similar amounts, perhaps a little bit more. That could easily change even by tomorrow. Uh, This storm is looking uh, definitely trickier than the last one. Uh, Temperatures will remain in the low 30s Friday before, I think, dropping back through the 20s in the ensuing overnight. And snow uh, may uh, well continue into that overnight, and it'll be lighter and more prone to drifting on northerly winds as well. And those will still be up in the 20 to 30 mile per hour range, so that's when travel might start to get a little difficult. Uh, Saturday will be windy and much colder than anything we've uh, seen so far this winter. Temperatures will struggle to return back to 20 degrees. And northwesterly winds will also be up to 15 to 20 miles per hour and still somewhat gusty that day. So uh, chill values will be way down below zero. Temperatures will plummet towards zero overnight uh, despite strong winds continuing up at 10 to 17 miles per hour. And then we'll be... uh, uh, we'll see a high temperature in the low single digits on Sunday and probably Monday as well, with, again, overnight temperatures going down below zero. At the moment, at the station down here on Bedford Street, the temperature is 28 degrees. The dew point temperature is 23. Winds are currently out of the south at 8 miles per hour. Uh, skies are overcast up at about 1,000 feet above, and uh, the barometer is at 29.53 inches of mercury currently and holding steady over the past few hours.